Welcome back to the Hottest Take Sports Podcast presented by Sib Sports. This is your host, John Ashkar, and today with me, I have a very, very special guest, Ohio State Safety Marcus Hooker. Welcome to the show, Marcus. Thank you. It's nice to be here. It's, it's great having you. For those of you who don't know Marcus, he is a redshirt sophomore safety. This is his third year in the Ohio State program. Marcus, you're from Newcastle High School in Pennsylvania, where you were a three-star recruit. You were the 20th ranked player in Pennsylvania, and you had eight D1 offers coming out of high school. There was a lot of hype surrounding your high school playing career. T- talking a little bit about high school, but transitioning into your career at Ohio State. In an interview, you talked about breaking your scaphoid bone in your senior year of high school. You ended up getting two surgeries on your wrist while you were here at Ohio State. What impact did that have on your mentality surrounding football, and what did you learn from those injuries? Uh, I would say I'm, I'm a very humble person, so like at the time of it being, I was kind of down, but like... I had the people around me, I had my teammates, my coaches are encouraging me and telling me that at the end of the day, like, you can't control the uncontrollable. It, it happened, so you got to move from it and and relive your life and, like, reevaluate the things that you could have did or could do better in these times. So all these things I wasn't focusing on as I was playing before I realized I had this injury, I, I thought there weren't anything. So as me not playing, it actually showed me all the things that I could improve on other than playing football. So, like, my grades, focusing on my grades, trying to be a good father to my son. I have a son back home, uh, trying to be the best brother I can to my brothers, and even being the best son that I can for my mom. So I'm not uh, trying to set this this standard that, that I'm not trying to be. I'm trying to be the best person I could be before I leave college because that's what we want to be. Every, every guy that comes to college wants to leave better than what they came yeah. in as. Being at Ohio State, they're, they're here to improve us and mold us into great young men and get us ready for the next level of our, our career or even playing in the NFL. So they're trying to build us up into these strong young men. Yeah, Coach Day, we've talked about, I've talked about this with a couple of other players. He, he cares like way more even just about your personal life and how you're developed as just a person over how you're developed as a player too. So I feel like it's a great place to be. Yes, sir, it is. In that same interview, you said at one point you were deliberating your future with football. What pushed you at that point, and what made you decide to ultimately stick with football? Uh, so, like, I was having a little homesickness uh, going through my freshman year, and I would always say, like, I would want to leave, and I would just have this feeling like I- I'm, like, in a place that I'm not comfortable with. And I, I've never been out of PA, PA unless I was going to Ohio because Youngstown is like literally 25 minutes down mm-hmm. the road, so it wasn't that far. So it was just like me being those three hours away from my family and not talking to my mom as much as I used to when I was home. It, it kind of affected me in a way where I, I didn't like get why I was feeling this way or why did I have to be away from my mom? And, and I guess that was the mentality of me being in high school and not understanding how I had to grow up because right. like, I was still living in the, the high school past that I had. And I, I kind of figured it out from talking to a few players and even even coaches to, to get the understanding of that because when I first came in, I was, a, I was a little boy, basically. I was young, so I didn't quite understand some things. So after... My freshman year, I started getting the hang of things and realizing that I can do this. And Sean Way was a, a big part in that. 
and uh, a few other players like Jordan Fuller, uh, Damon Arnett, and even my older brother that's in the NFL right now. He he was telling me that like you can do this. I don't, I don't want you to end up like like people that 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 don't want to be something in their life. You, you should want to be something because that that's the main focus of you being here and going to school. Yeah, I mean, family's so important, and I can't imagine like. I know freshman year, it's just so hard to transition. And for me personally, it was tough doing it with just school. And I can't imagine having to do both school and football. It's basically like a full-time job for you guys. So that had to have been so tough. At times. I, I'll say in your freshman year, you coming in as a, 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 a young player, you, you, you just think, what can I do? What am I going to do? How am I going to do this? And... You have the older guys for that. You can ask them any anything at all. And uh, the way we are at school is that when freshmen come in, we're not trying to be the people to shy away from them so they'll feel uncomfortable. We want to, we want them to feel as comfortable as can be so they know that they can come to us and ask us anything. And that will be there even even if it's a situation that they don't know how to handle. We'll be there to help them out and, and get the situation at ease so it's not nothing major than what it is. And that's what can push a program over the top, just having that family community and just being brothers with your teammates. Yes, sir. It's a, it's, it's a brotherhood here, so we're, we're very strongly, like, detailed into that. So when we break it down to, to young players, we want them to know how we truly feel at that time mm-hmm. when they first, first approach us because at the end of the day, I have their back and they're going to have to have my back. So I have to have to trust them so just as much as they have to trust me. Right, right. You guys got to have each other's backs on the field. And talking a little bit more about just a brotherhood, and you even mentioned earlier your brother Malik, he plays in the NFL. You guys are both football players, and your brother played here, and he's in his fourth year with the Colts. How much competition was there between you guys, between you guys and your siblings growing up, and how do you feel like that affected your development as an athlete? I would say it's just... More so, trying to build build a character for for all of us. Because when I would play with my older brothers, they would they would mold me into a person that like is aggressive and also like knowing how to attack someone, not even physically but mentally. Because when I would know they're overpowering me, I would get frustrated, mm-hmm. and it would show at sometimes. And they would they would tell me what what my flaws were at that moment, whether it would be I was playing basketball, football, any sport that I was playing. They would tell me right then and there that I'm lacking in these areas, and that would help me improve. Yeah, having an older brother, they definitely know how to get on your nerves, but they've been through it, so they know how to help you too. Yeah, they do. So just talking a, bit, a little bit more about Malik helping you out, he plays the same position as you, the safety position. How does he like continue to push you now? Uh, he just he, he fills me with positive uh energy because he knows that once the slightest thing negative hits my mind it, it, it kind of like backtrack backtracks me and, it, and then he knows that my mind is like when something happens I, I tend to think about it but as of right now when something negative happens I already know to keep it out of my mind and just focus on the positive things and try to stay upbeat about a situation even when we weren't playing he said even though y'all's not playing right now you never know what could happen mm-hmm. you could end up having to play in January or even if you don't play at all, you have time to focus on other things that, that can impact your life in major ways. So I'm glad to have him in my life. I'm glad to have my mom because they, they're always there. 
even my coaches, they're always there to tell us that you got to look on the brighter side of situations instead of trying to focus on the negative. Right. This is such an important part of our life, such a time where we can make such a big impact. So it's great to have that awesome system people around you. Yeah, it is. Talking more about Ohio State system, they run that single high safety position, meaning most of the time you're the last man standing stopping a running back from the open field. What pressure comes with being in that position, and how do you mentally prepare yourself for something like that? So we practice the way we're going to play in the game. Mm -hmm. So my coaches tell me in a situation like that, the ones who don't 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 want to make that play or want to be in that position to make that play, you shouldn't want to play play that position because mm-hmm. it's, it's meant for people who want to make that big play. It doesn't matter. No no, no position you play on that field. If you want to play any position on the field, you got to have confidence and, and know that you, you're able to make this play because if you don't want to make that play, you might as well just walk off the field. So I just focus on trying to get everything down to detail and break it down and have a plan before I make that decision. You're the last person between the running back and the end zone, so you just got to be confident in yourself and your abilities to make that tackle. Yes, sir. You gotta. You just gotta get ready to make the play. Cause like if you if you don't if you don't think about the situation before it even happens or vision yourself in the situation, how would you picture yourself making it? before even like it even happens because like I always want to picture myself in these big games mm-hmm. and uh, even if we're, even if we don't have a crowd it's not going to affect me because like we don't practice with a crowd at practice so it's, it's just whatever we practice at practice that's how I'm going to play the way you practice is the way you're going to play so that's why we always work hard and stay focused right and talking a little bit more about that safety system Jordan Fuller man that position for most of last year how did someone like Jordan help you out, and what do you think was the most important thing that you learned from him? Jordan was always giving me great knowledge about playing the safety position. Even if even if I wasn't at the safety position, mm-hmm. he was always telling me great things. So he'd always tell me like, whenever you make whenever you make a call, you got to stick to it, and you got to be confident in what you're making. You got to always be loud because you got to communicate with other people on the field. And you don't want to be that person that that is not confident in himself and try to direct people when you, when you don't know yourself. So he kind of told me to focus on my plays and being more more sound whenever I'm speaking, so people understand me and know what I'm trying to get across. So it's not coming off as me being a person that doesn't know what's going on. So I, I try to focus on the things that everything you told me. Yeah, communication is just so important, especially when you're in a stadium with like a hundred thousand people. I can't imagine how hard it would be to like hear your teammates. Yeah, it's very loud. <laughs> Jordan actually did an interview with Letterman Row where he broke down some film about you, and he said that you just seemed like a whole different athlete and a whole different player during the end of the season towards games like TTUN. Do you feel the same about like what he said? And if so, what do you think flipped that switch for you? Uh, I feel like it all came back to being confident because – I would have certain plays where I play with confidence, and you can see it on the film. And it's just like I had that switch come on because I started to get things that clicked for me. Mm-hmm. And once it started clicking, I tried to make myself more consistent. And if you're not as much as as much consistent in trying to do that job, I don't, I don't, I wouldn't see yourself being the, the starter or, or even trying to be somewhere collectively close to it. 
So I tried work, working hard and trying to stay focused on trying to be so consistent in order to even be that person. And we, we always be bringing each other up when mm-hmm. we're at the position. There's a lot of great players that could play that position. So I'm, I was just focused on trying to be more consistent than I was before. Yeah, it was it was great really seeing you come into your own. And you made a couple of big plays versus Michigan too. You had that one real nice pass breakup. And talking a little bit more about that Michigan game, you had some like really big playing time experience versus like TTUN and versus Wisconsin in the Big Ten championship game. How have those big game experiences helped you develop as a player and how do you just build off of those now? Uh, it's just basically to move forward from them because they're in the past now, so I'm trying to build build something for myself this year and try to impact my players as much as I can or or even do as best as I can just so we achieve our goal, and that is to win a national championship. So everybody's doing the, the best they can right now. We're having fun. We're doing something we love. So it's just to be focused on this season and not last year's season. Right, and now you're going to have Coach Kerry Combs back to help you build as a player. How much of an impact does it make having him back with the program? Uh, Coach Combs, uh, he was there for when I had when I was getting recruited by Ohio State. And I came for a camp, and he had told me about how he knew my brother and he knew me just from just my just from my face. And we kind of had like little conversations, but he could tell what type of man I was, what boy I was at that time. And yeah. When he came back and he spoke to me, he could tell how confident I was, and he I could tell that he had so much trust that he was giving me, and I, I trust him fully with everything he's teaching us and how he wants us to play, and he just puts so much faith in us. And I really enjoy having him as a coach because it feels like everything's the same. It's, it's like nothing ever changed, changed from last year. So he's really uh, bringing us up and uh, getting us ready to play. Yeah, I mean, Coach Halfley is an awesome coach, it seems like. But, I mean, you get someone like Coach Combs back, and it's really not like a downgrade at all. Like It's almost like an upgrade. So... It's great to have someone as knowledgeable and as experienced as him back with your program. Yeah, it is. I mean, Coach Halfley was was the, was a coach that that brought brought me out of my shell, and uh-huh. I truly thank him for that. And uh, he uh, he really saw the potential in me, and so did uh, our uh, our coach that we still have there, uh, Coach Barnes. And they seen this potential in me that I guess they knew that I had in me, and just I didn't know how to get it out of me. So they they've been working me and pushing me. And Coach Combs has kind of molded me even more better than I was last year to put the cherry on top of the whole thing so I could have a chance and play, play, probably start or even play on packages that I didn't even know I could play on. So hopefully everything turns out. So just looking a little bit more into that potential, what goals do you have for yourself this upcoming season? And then what goals do you have for the team in the shortened season? My goal is just, just to play the best of my ability, just just make people know that I'm there. Just mm-hmm. let everybody know that I'm, I'm there to play and that I'm there to, there to compete, and that's that's what they need to know. And the goal for the season is the same thing I said it before, is to win the national championship. But it, it's to take everything a, a game at a time and focus on each game beforehand and not to look deeper into the season. You can only do so much every day. So kind of skewing a little bit to the left here. Earlier you said that you do have a son at home in PA. What impact has your son made on your life and 
What, how has he kind of just changed your mentality on just life in general? So me having a son at uh, a young age, he uh, kind of basically told me that I had to grow up a little bit faster than I had to. That That's a, a bigger step to taking a step towards being a, a young man and uh, basically seeing a, a life other than football. So I could potentially not play football. I don't know how life's going to go, but it's just I, I had to focus on trying to build a life for him because that's my main goal is to make a, 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 a secure place for him and basically be the best man I can be and uh, be the best father I can be in order to make sure my son's okay and uh, living a life that is great. Well, it seems like you have the right mentality. Just taking it one day at a time, there's only so much you can do. And yeah. It's awesome that you're already starting to build that foundation for him to be successful. Yes, sir. You want to head into some quick questions? Uh, yes, sir, we can. All right, so who was your favorite NFL team growing up? We got the Philadelphia Eagles. <laughs> yeah, uh, uh, I kind of looked at uh, games when I was younger, and I always see Mike Vick, Deshaun uh, running plays, and I, I could just see Deshaun uh, flying down the field. And he, I was just like, dang, I want to be like him, but <laughs> ain't got the speed, so I just kind of enjoyed watching him play and everything. Now he's back with the Eagles, too. Yeah, so... Love watching him play. Who was your favorite player growing up? I would say my favorite player would have to be Heinz Ward. Ooh, a Steelers player. Yeah, I don't like the Steelers, but you know Heinz Ward was a, a very competitive player. He played hard. He played so tough. Yeah, and, he, and you can see it when you, whenever you watch him play. He always you can always know where he's at on the field. Mm-hmm. No, it was it was not fun watching Heinz Ward being a Browns fan. <laughs> he would tear us up <laughs> two times a year. Yeah. <laughs> what other sports did you play in high school? Uh, I played uh, basketball and baseball other than football. What position did you play in baseball? Uh, I played center. Left. I played the outfield, mm-hmm. but my senior year, my coach had talked to me. He said, I don't want to be the guy who, uh, you know, is the cause of you getting hurt from you being in the field or trying to make a catch or something so we're just going to play it safe mm-hmm. so there'll be probably like one one or two games out of the year that I'll play but I, I batted a few times just just to play it pass. safe yeah and practice now who's the hardest person to guard truthfully everybody everybody on the team all of our wide receivers are very special whether or not you see it or not we will be able to tell you everybody is unique on our team, and our wide receivers are very, very unique. And from Chris Olave down to Sam Wiggles, everybody on our team has this 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 competitive mindset, and they want to give you the best look that they can. And I feel like everybody on our team has the best releases and routes. But right now, for me, I'll say Jackson. Jackson Smith got it. Jackson Smith gives me uh, the best looks, and even Gary Wilson. So it's it's hard to pick. So there's a lot of people to pick from. Yeah, it's such a like young and talented group too. Like Jackson's yeah, only so. a freshman, so that's pretty impressive. Talking more about your teammates, who's your favorite? Really, uh, I have a few. Uh, I have Josh Proctor. I have Cameron Brown. I have X Johnson. I have Daryl. 
Daryl Sinclair, I have Lloyd McFarquhar, I have Tyler Friday, I have Javante and Baptiste. There's a lot. There's a lot of guys. <laughs> I could probably it would probably be half of the team to be honest, because like a lot of them impacted my life. Sean Way's up there, mm-hmm. Seven Banks, and Tyreek Johnson. So like my whole position group basically basically my backbone. It's a family. Yeah, so like everybody has their, their, their place in my heart, really, because they 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 molded me into the guy I am today. So I really thank everybody for being there for that's, me. That's awesome. Talking again about your teammates, who's the funniest? Seven Banks, Tyreek Johnson, uh, Tyler Friday. There's a lot of them. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> because like, because uh, there's there's a few in my class. They they. They know how to brighten your day really fast when you're feeling down. So, like, whenever you're not in football and you're just sitting in your room, you're kind of feeling it. So, I'm, I'm, I'm going to give it to a few of them. Seven Banks, uh, Tyreek Johnson, and uh, Jonathan Cooper. For sure, Jonathan Cooper. Seven Banks. Seven Banks is now in the lead for our show with the funniest teammates. Both you and Sean have said that. Yeah, Seven Banks, definitely. He's up <laughs> And the last quick question who is your favorite artist, like musical artist, and what's on your pregame warm-up playlist? Uh, for my pregame warm-up playlist, uh, I have NBA Youngboy at the top. That is my favorite artist. And uh, I have another favorite artist. I listen to country, so I listen to uh, Sam Hunt, Luke Combs, and I listen to uh, Luke Bryan. Luke Bryan. Yeah, Luke Bryan's for, like, out of football, just trying to relax. But NBA Youngboy's on my playlist, along with Lil Baby and uh, 42 Doug. How'd you like top? It was yeah, it was it heat, bro. Song. It was heat. I love that. Yeah, it's a good song. So uh, <laughs> he's always uh, getting you ready to play and getting you pumped for whenever you're about to step on the field. Yeah, YB gets YB gets a little bit of trash, but he's one of my favorites. It, it's just like if you listen to certain words, like if you don't see the world from his perspective, it, it just makes you think that it's, it's not like gonna hit you the same way it may hit me, cause like. Mm-hmm. Me and him have kids, so I'm I'm always looking at how he's thinking of things, but I'm not looking up up to him as a role model like I want to rap or something. I'm looking at to <laughs> to, to hear the words and catch like right. what he's right to catch his meaning, his story. Yeah, yeah. I got you. That's awesome. Well, that's all I have for today, Marcus. It was awesome having you on. Thank you so much. Glad to be here. Awesome. And thanks to you guys if you made it this far listening to the Hottest Take Sports podcast. Today's intro beat was made by Nathan on YouTube. We'll have a link to it in the description. Also, make sure you all go give Marcus a follow on Instagram at hooker underscore Marcus 23 and on Twitter at Marcus Hooker 23. Huge thanks again to Marcus for coming on the show. It was an absolute pleasure having you. Make sure you hit the subscribe button to stay updated with our show and follow us on Instagram and Twitter at the hottest underscore take pod. Also, make sure you rate the show and leave some feedback. Thanks again, y'all, and see you next time. <laughs>